you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Phoebe Marochek. She's a podcaster and marketing strategist who helps online entrepreneurs create a successful business and life by being more of who they are. Over the past few years, she built an online marketing business that helped establish entrepreneurs, refine their paid ad and launch strategies, organize various in-person events, masterminds, and online communities before realizing that her real passion was in helping entrepreneurs amplify their message and have a greater impact by being more of themselves. All the other people are preaching, be more of somebody else. Be like somebody else, copy them. Phoebe's not about that. She's saying, be more of you, be authentic, be real. That's enough, it's actually more than enough. Currently, she is the host of two shows, the most successful show being Unbecoming, a podcast and nationally syndicated radio show that helps entrepreneurs release the judgments and beliefs holding them back from living a more meaningful life. Her show reaches 340,000 listeners per month. I may be a little jealous. She may be like two listeners more than me right now. <laughs> uh, plus, in over 40 countries, uh, 16 AM FM uh, radio stations in 20 cities nationwide and across 20 internet platforms. So Phoebe is a podcaster like me. Um, you can find her at unbecomingpodcast.com, unbecomingpodcast.com. Phoebe, welcome to the show. Go ahead and share some, uh, fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? 
Well, to be honest, well, first of all, thank you for having me. And I'm excited to be here because I think your show is so important. And we were talking before we started recording just about the mindset that people are in. And I can speak to that. And you said, just represent yourself to that moment. And I feel like I live in that moment. And I, I can speak to that really clearly about people that are trying to find their footing in business and in life. And so for me, my biggest passion, a lot of people talk about what you sell, right? And what is the, the strategy and what is the packaging and how do you, you know, create a good price strategy around that? And then Simon Sinek came in on TED and said, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And I actually take it one step further and say, people actually buy who you are before they ever buy why you do what you do. So figuring out the who piece for me has been the most profound, the most impactful and the most effective way to grow a business. I find it fascinating that I think you're all right. And <laughs> it's very interesting how you each play a different card, so to speak, right? So we have Simon Sinek, is, you know, what's your why? And then you got Steve Ulsher, what is your what? And now you're all about who is your who? Mm -hmm. Like, why did you pick that one? Like, why is that so important? Why, why should that be first in, in, you know, my listeners mindset right now? Because I think, so there are two main reasons why people should focus on their who first. The who is who are you? And that goes down to what do you want your life to look like? I think too many people try to fit their life into their business as opposed to their business into their life. I've had a very colorful life. I've traveled a lot. I've done a lot of cool, crazy things. And all of those actually help create the business that I've built. And so if I want to go out on a whim, last year I dropped everything and went to India for 10 days. And I had to cancel all of my clients for 10 days in about a 45 minute window at the airport. And everyone's like, that's so irresponsible as a business owner. I said, my clients know exactly who I am. And so they were so excited for me and they're like, oh my gosh, go, no problem. Talk to you in 10 days. And I think for me, it's always been a matter of being an entrepreneur is a huge piece. I always thought it was a huge piece of who I am. But in the grand scheme of things, I am so much bigger than just being an entrepreneur, even though I, I wear that as a badge of honor. I'm excited. I'm proud to be an entrepreneur. But I think a lot of times we, we think that that's our only identity. And so I struggled with that for so many years. And I think that's ultimately why people build businesses is to help them like themselves, who they were 10 years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it is. And so that piece is really important to me. Then there's the other piece of the who, which is who are you actually talking about? Who are you serving? How, like, what are they going through? And until you have the two dialed in, you're never going to be able to create that successful business that you want because you don't understand where your two paths intersect. And once you nail those, where that intersection point is, then you can actually help them solve their problem faster, better, cheaper, whatever it is that is your thing. So if you don't know who the who is, then you can never discover what your why is because it's all built on the who starts the foundation, then comes the the why which is overarching and then the what, you know, anybody can create or recreate or pivot. But if you know who the who is, it is the ultimate foundation of why you're why you're here in the first place. Startup Nation, what I take away from what Phoebe just said is if you're into construction, you get the concept of building a house. And the foundation goes first, Phoebe saying that's the who, then you put up the framing, the wood, the structure, I'm guessing that's the why, and then you put up the actual house and the walls and then you furnish it and that's the what. 
That's the presentation, so to speak. And you got to do it in that order, according to Phoebe. I get that. Um, you know, and I believe Phoebe, like, I, I just want to highlight a point that you said earlier, and I'll put in my own words, that real success is about more than just making money. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and I really get that, that you, you're more curious about who you are and, and to not limit yourself by what you do. Like Absolutely. you're not finding your identity in your occupation or in your income. Is that correct? I find a little bit of my identity in my occupation or income. I mean, not nearly as much as I did. And I think that contributed to the, the first 100K when I made it. It was like, I was so wrapped up in it that I couldn't see further than the next product. Whereas now I see so many, I can like, you know, I, I say that, when I was helping people with their paid ads and stuff, it was like they were drowning, right? And so you, if you're drowning, you can't actually, you know, a big boat comes by, you can't get on the boat. You need a raft. And a raft for me was the funnel. So I just said for the people who are drowning, because I know because I've been there, what do they need? They need a raft. So my little raft in terms of a funnel would come by and I would do funnel trainings, get them on the raft. Then once you're above your business, you can actually pick your head up and see where you're going. But when you're drowning, you can't see anything and you're just trying to stay afloat from there. Then it's like, okay, now the, now the yacht comes by or whatever big boat, you know, you want to, <laughs> whatever analogy you want to use, but you know, the yacht comes by and because you're on the raft or you're on the speedboat or whatever, now we can actually see a bigger picture for our life and our business. And so I think that that's the important part is how do, how are you fitting your business into this beautiful life that you want to have with the relationships and the spirituality and the, you know, things that you want to do and who you actually want to show up as every day in life and business. I really get that. And I like it a lot. I actually, it troubles me to say I am a podcaster mm. or I am a spiritual coach. I don't like to put anything behind I am because I am is an identity statement. I am blank. And whatever you put after that is like your destiny. Like you're literally manifesting it into your life. And I don't want to be limited by I'm a podcaster mm -hmm. or I'm a spiritual coach. No, that's what I do. It's not who I am. I'm Joseph Warren. I'm mm -hmm. so much bigger than what I do. And what I Absolutely. do can, can change, right? It's very fluid. And I really get that's what you're saying as well. Yeah. I just, I think that so many people do say that, you know, when people ask, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, what do you do for work? What do you do for fun? What do you do for play? How do you, you know, how do you show up in the world and make money or have, you know, what, what does that look like for you? And I'm a hundred percent behind the, the I am statements because they're re they can be really damaging and very limiting in the same way that they can be really expansive and exciting and fun. So it's both I sides. I love it. I love it. All right. So let's get into the business because Startup Nation is hanging on here. They're like, how much money is this girl making? Why should I even listen to her? So how much gross revenue did your business do in the past 12 months approximately? So in gross revenue, we did about, I would say we did, I'm just trying to contribute all or pull in all the different pieces mm -hmm. of my business. So we did probably about 170 to 185. Okay. So 170,000 you did in the past 12 months. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Well done. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. I've, and the thing is, it's funny because, um, what's, what really comes up for me in that is that I've made more than that in the past. However, with, as we're saying, like the, the, what pieces of it have been 
you know, I can, because I think in the last five, six years, as I've been doing this and building a business, I have different skills in different places. So now it's okay. I can do business coaching. Now I can do a little bit of podcast training. And also I can put things on hold to focus on the projects that I'm really proud of. I'm really, really excited about, which you know, for anyone listening, if you have some money in the bank, right, that's why it's so important to really figure out what your strategy, your long-term vision is, because now you can say, all right, I'm going to wind down some of my coaching clients, which is what I've done in the last couple months. And so that I can focus on the things that I'm really lit up about, but because I worked hard and I had that future forward vision. I knew that I had to have this money saved so that I can still live in a beautiful apartment. So I can still have an office. I can still do all the things. My lifestyle doesn't change at all, but I can, or, and I can focus on the things that I really want to focus on. I love that. I think it's fantastic. And it, it's like that future focus, right? Really just saying, okay, I'm not limited to this is me for the next 10 years. Yep. It's like, hey, this is what I'm going to do for as long as it lights me up. And then what's going to be that next thing that lights me up? And really just giving yourself that space. I, I also like what you said is like, hey, I made more money before, but now, and I'm going to put my own words to it, you have more time freedom. Totally. And that, what is that worth, Startup Nation? Like if you didn't have to be somewhere 40 to 80 hours a week, like had to be somewhere and clock in and check in and to, in order to bring home that, the, that income. Like Phoebe's living that lifestyle. I'm also privileged to live that lifestyle. I don't have to be anywhere. I woke up at, a, I, I don't even know what time I woke up at, 10, 7, 9, 10 a.m. <laughs> this morning, 9 a.m. I, I think it was, um, because I don't have to be anywhere. And it's like, to me, that is so much more valuable. I put a price on that, an income bracket on that. It's like, I have time freedom. I can do whatever I want wherever wherever I want. I don't need to make the millions anymore, right? Because I made the millions and I was freaking working 110 hours a week to make those millions. Mm -hmm. So I had no life. What's the point? All right, let's get into uh, Phoebe. What are your top three tips or strategies that you could give to Startup Nation right now? You know where they are. You know they're struggling to make their first 100K. Lots of them are wrestling with you know, inner stories and belief systems, maybe stuff from childhood trauma, whatever, that they're not good enough, um, that they're a fraud, that it's, it works for everybody else, it doesn't work for them, you know, these types of things. What are your top three tips or strategies for them to make their first 100K in the next 12 months? So the first thing I really want to say is I totally get it if you're there and just accepting and being okay with that without judgment. I think that was the hardest thing for me when I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not making hundred K and everybody else is doing it. Well, I had to give myself permission to just be where I was. So that is not a tip or strategy. That's just a foundational piece because you're not going to hear any of this if you don't just become okay with where you are. So really create that space. Um, the first tip that I would have is figure out who your who is, right? Figure out who you're actually talking to and why that's important. And I walk my clients through a, a kind of an exercise where basically you just look at your life, like look at your life and, as a series of seasons and what were the challenges that you were facing? Because a lot of people don't know what they're supposed to do. And I fell into that and have and continue to all the time. And 
I just have to go back to pulling out the red threads of your, of your past because your past is actually going to tell you why you've achieved what you've achieved. So the first step for me is pulling out the red threads of your past and seeing what it is that you're uniquely qualified, what problem you're uniquely qualified to solve and who you're qualified to solve that for. So getting super clear on that is for sure step number one. Step number two is actually to get a couple clients. And this is where people struggle. And they maybe, if you're listening to this and you have some clients, and, but they're not getting great results or you're struggling to even find those clients, you have to put yourself in the way. Put yourself in the conversation. Go and find them where they are as opposed to building it and they will come. I don't believe in that model. So don't build anything out before you sell somebody on it first. I see a lot of people wasting so much time creating the product, waiting for people to come. When really you go and you find the people and ask them what problem with regards to whatever, put yourself in a little bit of a bucket and say, what problem can I solve for you? Work with them, make sure it's a conversation and a dialogue and create the product from them. So in that conversation dialogue, you then get great results. That's all you need to start a business. You have to prove that you can do this and it's, you can replicate that with several different people. So get those first few clients doing that, talking to them, being in close communication and creating from that place of real service. And then the third step, um, or the third tip that I would have is from once you actually have that dialogue and you're helping those people and you've gotten the testimonials, right? That's a huge thing that can fall under step number two is then you ask them for a testimonial, right? And which is, where were you? The three questions, where were you before you started with me? What changed and where are you now? That's all you need in a great testimonial. So promoting them will be really easy because they just show you how awesome they are. And then the third step is showing up and being consistent and building the habits. So I have a lot of people that say, okay, I just need 10 high paying clients. I do a lot of uh, masterminds and I love masterminds. So if you need 10 clients, a lot of people focus on those 10 people when really what I believe you need to focus on is what's your conversion rate. Let's say your conversion rate is 10% just to make some easy math. If you need 10 clients, then your conversion and your conversion rate is 10%. You need to be speaking to a hundred people to get those 10 clients. So don't focus on the 10, focus on the hundred, which seems bigger and scarier. But if you have the habits in place, I'm a huge fan of habits. So focus on the, yeah, focus on the habit, not the outcome. And if you are looking at a hundred people that you need to talk to and you want 10 new high paying clients in the next 30 days, that means you need to talk to three people every day. Break it down into super bite-sized pieces because you know you can do it. You now know who you're looking for. You know what problem you're uniquely qualified to solve. And then now all you have to do is talk to three people every day and it makes it so much easier. So then you're setting yourself up for success. You now have 100 people is your goal and is your target. And then if you do all of that and you show up consistently and you are showing up to serve, then you'll get your 10 clients. Startup Nation, there you have it. If you want 10 clients at $10,000 each for your first 100K, there's your formula. But you gotta do the work. Absolutely. So many times we don't wanna do the work. We're like, well, I got the first one. And then you, you like let off the, the pedal, right? You don't totally. accelerate. It's like, you got to lean in. You got the one that should motivate you, excite you. Okay, let me go get my number two. All right, let me get my number three. It's all law of averages. 
It really Absolutely. is. And I, th- and I think people focus on building this mass market business, right? Everybody wants to be the next whoever, insert influencer here, you know, and, and what I think is so much more important is remembering that you're, you're helping and you're serving one person after one person after one person. That is how a successful business is built. And if you've ever read the, um, your first thousand fans, like that's are your thousand true fans. That's what it is. You only ever need a thousand people to really believe in you. So how do you get to those thousand people? It's not going to be overnight. Those are like true loyal fans. I don't care how many downloads you have, but your business is built one person after one person after one person and keeping those people happy. I also, when you said the letting off the gas, right? It's you get one client and you're like, okay, great. And you're so focused on, and I, I am, I definitely did this. I would get one client and be so focused about, oh, that's awesome. Okay. Who's the next one? And I would neglect that first client that really believed in me. And I wouldn't get, you know, there was once I was like, oh, and I didn't get them the result that I wanted because I was so excited that I wanted to keep going and keep helping other people, which is great. But (laughs) you have to remember, um, retaining clients is equally, if not more important than actually acquiring, acquiring new ones. So you got to get that balance down. And I would say tip number four is outsource the second that you can. And even before you think it's possible, get a team behind you, even if it's virtual assistants, um, that will help you, you know, what do you outsource? So I outsource as, as far as podcasting, everything other than me speaking. Cause I know that the best thing I do is I just are all I want to do is show up and share. That is on my office. Every, I just want to show up and share. So I upload it to Dropbox and I don't see it again. And that's all I want to be doing. So I've created a process with my virtual assistant team and everyone thinks you can't, you know, nobody can do it as well as you can. Well, I challenge that belief and would love for you to really think about your business as though you've already made it. So as though you're already at $100,000, how would you behave? Who would you have to be right now to have the first 100K? All right, Startup Nation, Phoebe just dropped some wisdom explosions and a lot of them. So I'm not even going to go through them because there were so many. But you can go ahead and click replay and, and just write those down. Like I'm taking some notes here for myself, areas that I'm missing. I can fine tune a little bit. I think I did the opposite approach, Phoebe, that you did, which I think also is a trap, which is once you land those first few great clients, um, that you focus so much on giving them value that you let off the pedal on uh, the marketing of bringing in those other 10 clients. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something I did. It's like I get absorbed in the thing right in front of me. Who's in front of me and out of sight, out of mind, I let go of my marketing. Totally. It's so also problematic. All right. So, Phoebe, can you believe we're almost out of time already? Because no. I could talk to you for days. Fun. I know, girl. <laughs> I'm very talkable. All right. Fantastic. All right. So, we're listening to. Phoebe Morozik, Morochek, that's how I say it, Morochek. You can find her at unbecomingpodcast.com. That's unbecomingpodcast.com. All you ladies, go listen to that show. I think you're going to love it. Guys can listen too, right, Phoebe? I actually, you know what, my, the men that listen to the show are more engaged in terms of sending me emails, sending me messages than the women are. So we've got to get some more powerful women to step up. I am on a roll about this, especially with the women's world cup and all that. Like, let's just, let's get this that you can't help anybody if you're not making money. 
Like yeah, that's the just, bottom line. You just had some powerful guests on. So name your three uh, people that were your dream guests that you just landed to it in uh, 10 seconds. So Mia Hamm, Christine Lilly, and Tisha Venturini, the Olympians, World Cup champions, my idols since I was about eight years old. Listen, this is the power of podcasting, folks, is that you get to interview your superheroes, bring them on the show. It may take years for them to say yes um, if they're that high up, but once you get them on, you're actually living the dream lifestyle that you've always wanted. And like I said, time freedom is everything. All right, so Phoebe, welcome to the hustle round. This is my favorite part of the show. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it, it's just for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready, let's do it. All right, what's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Time, time, time. creativity. Yes, what's your least favorite thing? Um, uh, processes, creating processes for my VA team. Heck yeah. What are you most afraid of? Uh, snakes. Got it. What did, <laughs> what did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Uh, worrying and not, mm. uh, not doing the work. Yeah, I get that. What secret fear do you have about people? Um, that I don't clearly communicate who I am in that first interaction. Mm, I get that. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? just to be more creative and to be my own, to do the things that I really want to do and it's play my strengths. Yeah. Get to your who faster, totally. right? Yep. What's a new habit you want to form? Um, getting back playing soccer. Heck yeah. You got enough motivation around you. You're hanging <laughs> out with Olympians now. That's it. Cool. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Um, I'm a little messy. <laughs> <laughs> Pick three words to describe who you are now. We could start with messy. No, that is not who I am. I am not that. Um, I am, I'm grounded. I am passionate and adventurous. Cool. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. Uh, worried. Um, ambitious. And compassionate. Mm. Very cool. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would say to them to love yourself and love those around you and tell them every day because you never know when it's going to be your last day. Startup Nation, love yourself, love those around you. You can only do that if you find out who you are and who they are. And the way you find out who they are, this is my field now, is go get, spend some quiet time with God. Like the one who created you, that's how you find out who you are. You want identity? Go to the person who created you. All right, Phoebe, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K in the next 12 months? I would say release your attachment to the outcome and focus on the habits, build the habits that are going to get you to the outcome and beyond. You limit yourself by worrying about 100K when if you just let that go and said, okay, that 100K or better, then you can actually create the habits that will form that and make that 100K or beyond um, a guarantee. I love it. And also Startup Nation, I'll just build upon that. Instead of shooting for the 100K number that could seem so far away for some of you, 
break it down and say, I'm going to do 10 K this month, like, and, and break into monthly goals or, and then break that down into weekly goals and then daily goals. Like Phoebe's saying, it's a lot more digestible. You got to trick your mind sometimes. Why? Because your mind is a liar. Your heart speaks the truth. Follow your heart. All right. So we're listening to Phoebe uh, Marochek. And you can find her at unbecomingpodcast.com. That's unbecomingpodcast.com. She's a superstar. I love her. I call her a friend. And uh, she's doing great things in the world. Phoebe, thank you for being on the show. Startup Nation, I want to say to you, do you love this show? Like, do you love listening to guests like Phoebe? Isn't she cool? Isn't she fab? Right? If you do, then go ahead and review the show. Give five stars on iTunes. Um, and also, I want to say, like, share the show. You got to share the show with people that you love. If you love them, share. I like that. Show up and share, Phoebe says. Show <laughs> up and share. Share the show. And also, I'm going to invite you to uh, spiritual coaching with me. If there's areas of your life that you're winning, like business and finance, and you're making a ton of money, but you don't have time freedom, or you're walking into a divorce that's going to cost you half your fortune, and you don't even see it coming, and you don't see a way out. This is what I work with people with. One of my clients, we literally helped him avoid that expensive divorce. What was that worth to him? Think about that. Another client, he got his three daughters back into his life that he wasn't involved in their life the past 10 years because he was building the business empire. Those were his daughters. He's got them back. If you're interested in that, go to josephwarren.net. Find out about what it might look like to coach with me. All right, Phoebe, thanks for being on the show. I love you, girl. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for showing up consistently. I love your show. I love what you're doing for people. And I know I can speak for your audience and say that we really appreciate it. Thanks, Phoebe. Big hearts right there. Bam. <laughs> Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We gotta get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.